Yo, welcome back to Good Morning Fantasy, everybody. How are we doing? Uh, today, it is not Akash I am joined by. It's actually two other fine gentlemen who I would like to say are more handsome than Akash will ever be in his entire life. So, I am Boom! Joined, Roasted. <laughs> I am joined by Joshua <laughs> Joshua Hudson, if you're nasty, from Club Fantasy. And then also, I am joined by the lovely Steve Lawson, also from Club Fantasy and IDP, guys. You can find his stuff over there. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Great, man. Great. Always, always a good time when when Luke, you and I, Luke, can you know sit down and rap a little bit. So it's yeah, fun. it's good times, bro. Steve, talk to me. Oh yeah, sorry guys. Still, on a, going? still <laughs> on a delay. Love it. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to get this going. Uh, I've been looking forward to it all day. So it's oh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Uh, well, yeah. since Steve's on a delay, I guess when you have questions that post to us, I'll start. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, way yeah, Steve yeah. gets caught up. That'll work. That'll <laughs> I'll work figure nicely. out what you're talking about as we're going. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really good. Okay. So, Unbelievable. Yeah, well, so, so today, I mean, I want to dive into a variety of things. I feel like this show is going to be filled with delicious rabbit holes. Um, but we're going to start off with talking about Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Uh, Joshua, I'm pretty certain that you're on the Cortland Sutton hype train with me. Steve, I don't know where you stand, um, but let's just let's dive into that. Steve, how do you feel about the Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy situation this year? I will allow you about five more seconds here to catch up before you start talking. Okay, ready, set, go. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. I am 100% on the Cortland Sutton train as well. I oh, think good. he's the best receiver in Denver. So um, Jerry Judy just never did it for me. I never thought he would be the top guy. Uh, yeah, my internet is just messing with my head right now. Um, personally, I just don't think Jerry Judy's an elite wide receiver in any real sense of the word. He's not really that fast, not really that good with his hands, not really good I'd at say, separating. I'd say he's not a route runner. Center. But it doesn't matter if you can't catch the ball, right? Like, at the end of the day, he drops everything thrown his way. So, he's just not good. All right. I'm going to stop you really quick, Steve, on the drops. And and this is me pseudo-defending Jerry Judy here. Okay. I had to deal with the drop issue when I stuck behind Deontay Johnson. At a boy, I love the Deontay okay. Johnson truther. And I know how much you love Deontay Johnson. And guess what? Homeboy corrected it. So I don't want to say that drops are a big issue. Like I, he had the least amount of targets that were catchable his rookie year. Like he had over a hundred targets his rookie year and caught like 46 of them. Like that's God awful. That is like, God awful. I'm fairly certain so he was bad. in the bottom 10 in the league. When it came to catchable targets, dude, his so, rookie year was. Such I don't want to hold dream. that against him. Okay, now when you look at last year, he benefited from the fact that Teddy Bridgewater is just scared to throw deep because Teddy Bridgewater wants to make the safe throw. He doesn't. He he's one of those like I look at him like like somebody that that posts out a tweet. And just says like the most vague thing ever, and then never comment ever again because they Bro, don't want to get caught in the firestorm. Like they don't want to get caught in the firestorm. They just want to pose the question and then just sit back and be like, "Hmm, let's see what happens." 
Like that's but Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. He's gonna no, take Teddy the Bridgewater safe is so much better than people give him credit for. I think he should start over Tua. He's in Miami. a thinking dunker. No, Stop no, no, with no, no, that no. nonsense. Yes. That's it. I said it. I said it, and I stand by it. Stop. I will not move off of this. Stop. Okay, that's our. First, this Stop. is our first rabbit hole of the day. Listen. No, I that's am, another question. Let me finish this argument. Damn it. Yeah, go ahead. 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 So when he was forced to throw deep because Jerry Judy was out, Cortland Sutton did just fine. He was tied for seventh in the league amongst wide receivers in deep targets down the field. Now you insert Russell Wilson into the quarterback situation. Russell Wilson has zero issue throwing the ball deep. Guess who was who Cortland Sutton was tied with for deep targets in the NFL? Oh, oh, <clears throat> DK Metcalf, who, by the way, caught passes from Russell Wilson last year. Hey, Peyton Manning forehead. Love it. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that and this is kind of my point. Russell Wilson has zero issue throwing the football deep. He is going to connect more often than not with Cortland Sutton and not Jerry Judy. This is a Green Bay-esque offense with Nathan Hackett. They're going to run two running backs interchangeably, and they're going to run them sometimes at the same time. When you have two running backs on the field, guess what that means? You only have two wide receivers. What does Jerry Judy not do? Run outside. He's a slot receiver. He's not going to be on the field that often, whereas Cortland Sutton's going to be on the field 95% of I was going to say the same thing. I actually agree with you 100%. Tim Patrick is the number two guy to have in Denver. Yeah. He definitely 100%. is. And and not even for the reason that I'm fading Jerry Judy because he, like, you know, he's always been kind of like a question mark, high reception guy. But, like, not really. He's never really got it done in that role. And we've seen Tim Patrick eat his lunch, like, two years in a row now. Like, why would he not do it again this year? Also, I think Sutton is just head and shoulders more talented than Jerry Judy and just anybody else in Denver. And also get out of here with the Albert O hype train still. I don't really think the hype train's there anymore. How Thank God. Dare you. This isn't an offense that Albert utilizes o. the tight end. Steve, stop. I'm going to stop you right there. I listen. think Robert Tunyon wants a word. <laughs> Robert, Robert Tunyon, Tunyon had so 10 ass. touchdowns on 58 targets. That's the least sustainable Robert Tunyon sucked you could ass ever last throw. Year, bro. He was horrible. Bro, he was a top 10 tight end. Last year, two Albert years o, ago. Last year. How did he do last season, bro? How did Robert Tony do last season? Well, he was hurt most of the year, so there's that. But he's a fraud. Yeah. He's a fraud. Anyway. No, well, okay, but listen. You know, Alberto, I'm just very happy. I was praying on the man's downfall in the most respectful way possible as a fantasy football analyst, not as a man in general. But listen, okay, listen. This guy, a couple months ago, was going as the Dynasty's tight end 12 on Keep Trade Cut, which is just fucking That's laughable. Rough. That is laughable. And I tweeted about it a ton, and I got so much heat from Albert O. Truthers out of nowhere. And then guess what? They drafted uh, a tight end in the third round. It was Dolchich, I believe. And, Dolchich. Now, yep. and then all of a sudden, all these people were – I tweeted on draft night after he got drafted. I said, Albert O. Truthers in shambles. <laughs> and all these people in my comments were like, no, Albert O. still going to have a great year. He's going to be awesome. And then now all of a sudden, he's not even in the top 15 dynasty tight ends. Like, bro, what happened? I think he's the most talented tight end Russell Wilson's ever had. No? Yeah. Jimmy Graham? Who's 100? Jimmy Graham, bro. Uh, He was 100. 
I think Gerald ever covered Jimmy Graham. No, he he got Jimmy Graham before he went to Green Bay when he was a hundred. So he got him at like his. Jimmy Graham turned a hundred in Seattle. He 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 was one hundred and fifty in Green Bay. Dude, he had like thirteen touchdowns his first year in Seattle. Yup. Wait a minute. Why is Robert Tunyon's touchdowns discounted and Jimmy Graham's hundred-year-old ass? Because you said he's the most talented. Because Jimmy Graham didn't have fifty-eight targets. That's why. He didn't even say that. He said that. He said that Robert Tunyon. No, sorry. He said Albert O was the most talented tight end that Russ has ever played with. That's That's why the comp was Jimmy Graham in Seattle his first year is way fucking better than Albert O. I don't think so. Why? Why? Dude, Albert O has not done anything. Okay, let me pull up Alberto's stats. Let me know. I, I'm literally here's, here's Jimmy Graham right now. First year in okay. Uh it actually took three years in Seattle before he hit 10 targets, but or 10 touchdowns, but he had 96 targets. His three years in Seattle, he had 74, 95, and 96 targets because they didn't have a legit wide receiver one. Can you guys hear me right now? Is my audio yes, okay? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, all right, what were his, all right so we didn't have Steve, a legit Steve, wide receiver one. Steve. Didn't Steve. have a legit wide receiver one. He still didn't get 100 targets. This Seattle, all they do is run the football. Pete Carroll lives in the 1970s when it comes to coaching and running an offense. Steve, listen to this. Jimmy Graham was out there with a walker trying to get into the end zone. Steve, listen to me right now. This is the guy you're crowning as a very good fantasy tight end, okay? This is how how good he was last year. He played over over 56% of snaps in one game. He earns no more than five targets in a single game. He had no more than five catches in a single game. He had no more than 77 yards once. He had no more than 41 yards twice. He had two touchdowns on the entire year. His best fantasy game was 15 points. He only had two games over 10 points. And after that, and that's what had... you want from a tight end. You want 10 points at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. These are his fantasy finishes last year. Seven points, six points, one point, two points, six points, six points, 10 points. 2 points, 5 points, 15 points, 8 points, 0 points, 2.5 points, and 0 points. That's the guy I want as my tight end one in fantasy this year. He Albert also was o. playing behind someone. Yeah, but they guess what? They drafted a third-round pick who's also a really good receiving tight end. How do we even know that Albert O's going to be the starter? We don't. We don't know. He's probably going to be. i crown him. I'll draft him. I mean, Why? look, you can sit here and say that Jimmy Graham is old and, you know, all Jimmy Grandpa, all this crap. Two years ago, he had eight touchdowns for the Bears. This is what Jimmy Graham does. He <laughs> scores touchdowns. Robert Tunyon had one year doing touchdowns simply because they didn't have anybody else. Okay, speaking of tight ends who catch a lot so, of touchdowns. So Robert Tunyon goes out. Guess who those tight or those touchdowns got funneled to? Alan Lazard had eight touchdowns last year because he's a big body wide receiver. Hey, guys, like, who do you think this is think that system? The, who do you think is going to be the next Robert Tunyon? I have a guess. I mean, the next Robert Tunyon, like just someone yeah, who pops year. out of nowhere and catches all he no, does no, no, is catch no. touchdowns. No, no, okay. So, the guy this year, who was the guy last season that caught a lot of touchdowns, didn't catch a lot of balls? And well, it was Dawson season. Knox. Dawson Knox. It's his, year, it's, this is, yeah, he last year he yeah, had his Dawson Robert Tunyon Knox. moment in the sun. Yeah. And this year he's gonna I can tell you who it Earth. won't be. I can tell you who it won't be this year. Who? Cole Komet. Because Homeboy doesn't catch touchdowns. <laughs> He will. He will. No, he won't. He will. He no, will. He won't. He will. Okay, in Steve's, in Steve's favor here, I don't hate Komet late because who the fuck else is Justin Fields going to throw the ball to besides Darnell Mooney? Why? Cole okay, Komet. Cole Komet is Byron. going as tight and 15 right now. 
I can fine. read off like six different tight ends going after him in drafts that I would much rather throw a dart throw on. Do it. Oh, right it's, now. Not a, it's not a dart throw. Justin Fields QB one season is upon us. No, it's not, bro. He's throwing the Walmart employees <sighs> besides Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. Give me them legs. Oh you know it's bro, all about want, the rushing stats. You want Velas Jones? Okay, tight end 17 right now is Logan Thomas. Guess who Carson Wentz loves throwing to? Tight ends. David and Joku going at tight end 19. Love it. Who's throw, Joshua, who's he's throwing literally the, ball, the only tight end there right now. Joshua, who's throwing in the ball, bro? Hey, look, if Deshaun Watson plays half the season, give me David and Joku over Cole Komet. Maybe. Maybe. Dude, you know who my Herb favorite Smith later round is? Tight end 20. You know, who gonna, you know what? Is? Everyone's saying, oh, well, Deshaun, I'm like, bro, this is the NFL. He's going to get two games, right? Like, I mean, they're going to underreact because that's what they do. I mean, and that's fair, but as of right now, he has not been suspended. Not even a game, and that's right? That's kind of the so, point like, that I'm getting. I'm I, I with... believe he will, and quite honestly, he should be suspended at the minimum the whole season. But that's Agreed. a conversation for another Obviously. day. At the point, I the think point he's going to get – Right now, he has not been suspended. I don't even know if, if you're doing your draft this season, right he should be. He should be banned. Right, he should be banned, and we can all agree on that. He should be banned yeah. from the NFL for life. Yeah, he, playing in but the NFL is a privilege. Be. He has a. He is that. not Joshua, going to. Be I literally was. I, Joshua, I was literally about to say the exact same thing. I was literally yeah. going to say it is a privilege to play in the NFL, and he does not deserve it. I agree. I agree. But the NFL. Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby at tight end twenty-one. I Ew, would much no, rather. Have I don't him want him over Cole Kamen. No. No. He's he finishes as a top twelve tight end every year. Not this year. It's not the sexiest pick, but I'd much rather have that over Cole Komet because I know Cole Komet is going to command. Cole Komet's going to get over 100 targets this year. Why? Please explain to me why. This is because someone has to catch the ball. Even if you throw it 20 times a game, I mean, it has to go somewhere, and Darnell Mooney cannot get 20 targets a game. Dude, it's gonna be, it's Are you gonna be sure a, about that? They fed it to Devontae Adams 20 times a game in Green Bay, and that's the system they're employing in, in guys, Chicago listen, right now. Listen, it's going to be the next Debo Samuel, the 25-year-old rookie, V-list Jones Jr., guys. <laughs> that's Debo my point. This, this is a system that they're not going to funnel 120 targets to a tight end. It's just not going to happen. And, and let, let's just be honest. Cole Komet is not that good. He's not. He, he literally, all of the targets that came his way when he sat in the end zone could not catch them. They employed third string tight ends over him in the red zone to catch touchdowns because he could not get the job done. That's because Matt Nagy sucks. Cole Komet tight end one season's upon us. That's any coach. You can't do the job. They're going to replace you. <laughs> Matt Nagy couldn't do his job. Cole Komet works within the 20. I would 20. be surprised. But you know what? Here's my conspiracy theory. Cole Komet was doing it on purpose to get Matt Nagy fired. <laughs> that's I mean, that's I definitely mean, a conspiracy theory. Bro, that, that's Nagy crazy. Would be fired dude, that's regardless crazy. of whether Cole Komet was on board or not. But, you know. That's, dude, that's, my, crazy. that's, that's crazier than Flat Earth, bro. Cole Komet Earth is flat. to get Matt Nagy fired. Three things bro, I Cole- know about. Earth is flat. Cole Komet tanked the Bears. And it's Albert Okoegbenam or Okoegbenam's Aqua <laughs> Jesus. That rabbit hole escalated quickly. <laughs> My goodness. You're talking to somebody from Club Fantasy. We are notoriously down on Komet. You can ask any of my co-hosts. Right I know. Every time I post anything positive about him, I just get hate. Nope. It's like, 
Can't bro, do we it. Need to, I nope. need to talk to Can't like Dave. It. I need yeah. to talk to like Dave Klug. I'm, I'm had to fire like, like three writers because they keep hyping up Cole Komet, and I'm like, yo, this just <laughs> is not how it works. <laughs> bro, my next I need article. To... My next look inside. Give me the Chicago Bears. We're talking about Cole Komet more. <laughs> bro, I need to talk. We about... already posted that. <laughs> I need to sit down with a Bears fan like Dave Klug or something and see what he like. Why they love Cole Komet so much? Because like I just don't. His hands. Don't... His hands are huge. And well, he still can't catch so. anything. What the fuck does it matter? The man could palm Jupiter. The man could palm Jupiter. <laughs> like... He could palm Jupiter? That's a good call. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, let's see. What else do we want to talk about in this episode? I actually, okay, I didn't plan on talking about this, but let's talk about the uh, the Chiefs wide receiver uh, room. Who, who are you guys drafting with cost in play? as your favorite Chiefs wide receiver target in redraft leagues this year. I'll start off. Travis I'm just going to say immediately for me, well, yeah, besides Travis Kelsey, of course. It, it's, for me, it's Juju. Just because, you know, as a Steelers fan, I've seen Juju play really well on the field, just like eye test-wise, uh, the last couple of years. It, he, I just feel like he's been poorly misused in Pittsburgh. Uh, ben getting older does not help him at all. Um, I think he's in for a really nice, like, resurgence in Kansas City, Andy Reid's going to figure out a way to use him and play to his strengths. And when he's playing well, he's a very good NFL wide receiver, uh, and I think he's going to have a really, really solid uh, for a really, really solid fantasy season for the Chiefs. Just because, like, he may not have the highest ceiling in the world there in Kansas City, he's not going to be Tyree Kill. But I feel like he quite easily could finish as like the wide receiver sixteen on the year, and I love that at its cost. Uh, uh, yeah, so I like Juju as well. I, I don't know. I'm, everything tells me he's a good wide receiver, right? Like, I watched him, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's a good player. Like, he's, he should be on the field more and yeah. getting targets. And then, like, he just disappeared. And I'm like, most of it, I think, was Ben Roethlisberger. I defend Deontay Johnson a lot, as Josh knows. And everyone's saying, oh, Deontay Johnson's in for a down year. And I'm like, it couldn't get worse than Ben Roethlisberger over the last bro, few years. Preach, bro. Preach. Preach. Like it, they're like, you got Mitch Trubisky, bro. I literally would have rather had any other quarterback throwing him the ball than Ben Roethlisberger. I can't stress that enough. The time of him being like, oh, it's big. Like, he literally was a statue with no arm. Like, you know that, like, that famous statue of the woman with no arms? That was Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. like, last year. <laughs> he just, like, stood there and just floated noodles in the middle of the field. And, like, it was terrible. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, was a big victim of Ben's downfall. But I also think he was a huge benef- beneficiary, is the word I'm looking for, of Antonio Brown's greatness. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle, right? He's not bad and he's not elite. He's, like, fine. He's good but he's a slot guy and Patrick Mahomes doesn't like that. Patrick Mahomes likes the outside guys. I struggle to say it'll be me, Cole Hardman, because no, it won't. I think Sky Moore is the guy to have in KC. So I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on this a little bit. Um, Juju for starters. While I think he has talent, I think his mind is elsewhere. I think he's a fucking bum and he only cares about TikTok. He only cares about his personal brand. And right now it's partnering with Jackson Mahomes and not Patrick Mahomes. Um, I, I believe his brother's name is Jackson. If I'm wrong, that's fine. It is. It is. It is. So I, I Wait, also, okay, hang on. Um, Josh, I was just, Joshua, I was just texting my mom 
Um, did you say that Juju is only a bum? Yes, that's exactly what I said. Bro, he's the nicest guy in the world. I that's don't fine. He's a bum on the football field. He can no, be the nicest not, guy. Bro. I don't care what are you about talking about. Antonio yes, Brown's he's a fucking a bum. bum on the football field. No, he's, he's a not, bum dude. on the football field. No, he's yes, not. He Watch him play football. He cannot produce without a wide receiver one next to him. It, it yeah. has literally been proven. And the yeah. rest of the NFL realizes that. Otherwise, he wouldn't have to settle for one-year deals yeah. from literally waiting past all the other elite. The Chiefs decided they would much rather pay another bum in Marquez Valdez-Scantling over Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, yeah, what does reason- that like? Th- this is th- this is the problem that we have as fantasy analysts. We we don't read into what the NFL front offices actually think of players. He's a we think too receiver, much bro. on our own merit and our own gut. Should have gone to Juju. Baltimore. Juju is just not a good player right now. He's not. He works within five yards of the line of scrimmage. That's all he does. Now. To to your point, Steve, Maybe I'm, I'm going to slightly disagree. I'm going to slightly disagree with your with your premise that that Patrick Mahomes doesn't target the slot. Two out of the last four years, Tyreek Holmes has ran out of the slot over fifty percent of the time. So that is inherently false. The problem is Juju Smith does not run the same way that Tyreek Hill runs. All right, the that's, Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs drafted Miko Hartman. Because they felt that he could be the next Tyreek Hill. Simply no, because no, Tyreek Hill was no, getting ready no, to get no, suspended. No, 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 Are you trying they, to hype up Miko Hardman right now? No. Hold up. Do Thank it. God. Do it. Do Hold it. Hold up. No, no, Hold no. Up. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it's it. Marcus Valdez scaling, if anybody. Or Sky Moore. Okay. No. It's, okay. Do it. It's Miko. kidding there. Calm yourself, Luke. Okay? They they drafted Miko to be this type of guy. Miko is not this type of guy. He is a very raw wide receiver who has not actually learned how to play wide receiver. His only skill is going deep. Well, guess what? They signed Marquez Valdez-Scantling because his only skill is going deep. Yes, sir. So therein lies the issue. They're they're doubling down on problems and trying to fix them. (laughs) By drafting Sky Moore, they're saying, all right, we think you can be the next Tyreek Hill. Because we whiffed on the other guy that we drafted to be the next Tyreek Hill. My problem is wide receiver, rookie wide receivers. We have been so spoiled by the fact that so many rookie wide receivers over the past two years have absolutely smashed. I don't know that Sky Moore is that guy, but no, if I... he is, simply because this is a Chiefs offense that will literally say, "If you're the guy, guess what." We're going to make you the guy. He could be that guy. I just don't particularly like him at ADP is my problem. I want to self-promote for one second. I put out a post that said Patrick Mahomes would not be a top 10 fantasy QB. I stand behind that because of all the reasons reasons we have listed. He doesn't have the core around him to get it done. Everybody else does, and he doesn't rush that much. I think he's a – Still has Travis Kelsey, and that's all that matters. Travis Kelsey is also 35 years old, 34 years old. Let me debate you on that one because I I think that Patrick Mahomes – Tony Gonzalez had 800 yards at 37 years old. Tight end is a position I'm not very much worried about old players getting at. Wide receivers, yes, they fall off at 32. That's the problem. Sure. But I think for me, um, Mahomes is not a concern for me, especially top 10. 
And here's why. I think that pound Where pound, he's being drafted, though, is a problem. I of course, of course, of course, of course, yes. of course. But I, I think, you know, just on paper for what Steve said, top 10 quarter. Do you have him outside your top 10, Steve? I have him outside. Where do you have him at? Do you have him in your ranking somewhere? I actually haven't put out my full projections yet, but I'm assuming he's going to come in around 11 to 13, somewhere okay, around that's there. fine. For me, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL in real-life football. I know not everyone agrees on that, but for me, he is. Um, I think he's otherworldly in his arm angles, his field sense, and his Can I say something weird about Patrick Mahomes that I've noticed and why I don't think he's that great? Patrick Mahomes has one weird, like, weakness that I've noticed. Patrick Mahomes cannot throw to his left. What? Literally to the left side of the field, Patrick Mahomes has a worse accuracy than to the right. That's, I feel like that's normal for a lot of quarterbacks, yeah? But it's, like, weirdly, like, noticeable, I feel like. When he plays, he, like, has a hard time throwing, like, cross-body versus, like, downfield. That's a really weird thing to point out. Like, it's just something I've noticed, and I wonder if the st- – like, I wish I could see the stats to see if that actually, like, really backs it up or not. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if it exists. I, I'm literally looking this up on uh, PFF right now. It's um, it's definitely interesting. Like Patrick Mahomes, I think is really good. I think Patrick Mahomes is a really good thrower, more so than like a pure passer kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Okay, what I was trying to say though is like I think I think the best QB in the league is still wearing number twelve in Tampa Bay. No, I mean he consistently proves it. It's hard. Not he did lead the league in like that. every metric last Josh, year. Okay, Joshua, if you if you had to draft, if you were a real life NFL GM, and you had to draft your quarterback, for well, no, I wouldn't draft life. him because I'd have him for a year. That that's dumb. No, it's like, just it, for it's one no year, different Joshua. than it's for one Joshua. year. Give me Tom Brady. Give me Tom it's Brady. Just, it is just 100%. next year. Hundred percent, Tom Brady. Who do you want as your quarterback? Tom Any Brady. quarterback in the NFL, Joshua. I, yeah, I mean, if it's literally for one year, yeah. I, I, I don't – it's it's hard to come up with an argument against Tom Brady at this point. He's still for me, doing it, dude. For me, it's Patrick Mahomes, dude. The excellence is – But again, if you're insane. looking for, you know, five years down the line, sure, I get that. If it's literally for one year, like, Patrick Tom Brady Mahomes, outperformed Patrick Mahomes last year. Patrick Mahomes has not made it to any worse than the AFC Championship game in his season as a starter in his career. Give me that guy. Okay, that's, Tom Brady has seven a, Super Bowl champions. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just he, saying. Like, not to mention that Tom Brady, Tom Brady schooled Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Mahomes that was not Mahomes' fault, bro. Mahomes came for the torch, and that Brady was not said, Mahomes, no. dude. That was that game was not Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' fault. That was all the Chiefs' offensive line versus the. Wait a minute, Patrick why? Mahomes. Why is it Patrick Mahomes doing to get them to the AFC Championship? But it's not his fault that he looked like a clown in the Super Bowl. Because it wasn't his fault. Any NFL fan knows that. I'm not trying to talk. <laughs> right, to and it's not all his but, doing that they had Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, a great offensive line, a great running back. Of course, a great no, of course, of course. He has a great supporting cast. And one of the so best he's... offensive head coaches of all time. Sure. But he's like, a honestly, great fuck Sean Payton. Fuck Sean Payton. And Andy Reid is the best offensive coach of all time. Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But anyway, back to the Mahomes this year debate. I think that he's, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Or I also want to he's... say this is not an indictment of Mahomes' talent. It's an indictment of the talent around Patrick Mahomes. Sure. But Give me, me Derek Carr with Darren Waller, D- Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro versus Patrick Mahomes with Travis Kelsey and then a bunch of scrubs from the practice squad. 
Dude, it is not even close. This wide receiver room for the Chiefs this year is way better than last year as a whole, in my opinion. Because Juju Smith, uh, <laughs> I just fucking say so bad. Juju Smith Schuster, Marcus Valdez Scantling, Sky Moore, and Travis Kelsey, to me, as a whole unit, is greater than Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and then whoever the fuck, in my opinion. Because I feel like that's important. Especially, especially, uh, but it's last not, year. it can't be as good. It can't be as good when the top of your depth chart got that much worse. See, to me, it killed. doesn't matter. See, to me, it doesn't matter because they have Travis Kelsey still. If Travis Kelsey was gone, I would be panicking. Travis Kelsey benefited a lot from Tyreek Hill. Watch those numbers decrease. Sure. He is not my tight end one this year. He's not my tight end two this year. Like, why? Because Travis Kelsey benefited. More from Tyreek Hill than anyone wants to admit. That's fine, but guess what? They they have like three field stretching wide receivers who are going to do the same thing. It's not field stretching; it's fear. No one's afraid of Valdez Gantling. No one's afraid of Mecole Harvey. Okay, no one's afraid fear. of Sky Moore, and no one's afraid of Juju Smith Schuster. But well, Tyreek Hill made them. Juju Smith Schuster is not a field stretcher. Your game people. plan against the Chiefs was: do not let Tyreek Hill beat us. Whatever I you apparently did. had to switch to water for this conversation. So let's <laughs> let's fire this up. <laughs> the the game plan for the Chiefs is actually take away Hill over the top and take away Kelsey underneath too. The Pittsburgh Steelers literally doubled both of them. Both of them. Right. That's how right. good they are. Right. So That's how good they are. One guy, Who are they gonna double now? They're not doubling any of those wide receivers. So guess what that means? This is a free man. This is a free man to go get Kelsey again. Travis yeah, Kelsey's gonna be kicked out of a lot of games. I guess be if open. you draft Tyree, uh, I'm sorry. If you draft Travis Kelsey, you in the first deep, two bro. rounds. No, I know if, he's not. He's gonna be underneath open. Well, that, that, that's the problem. If you draft Travis Kelsey in the first two rounds of your draft, you have had a bad draft this year. I totally disagree with that. That is Travis bold. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is my tight end one, and I feel like he's gonna see increased. Mark work. Andrews, tight end one. That's fine. Boom. Mark Andrews Booked can out. be your tight end one. I have no problem with that. But for me. Travis Kelsey, Kyle Pitts, locked. tight end two, one or two. Pitts, Pitts. <laughs> Who are you betting on? Travis Kelsey with Patrick Mahomes or Kyle Pitts with Marcus Mariota? Listen, I bet on Delaney Walker with with Marcus Mariota. Okay, I will happily bet on Kyle Steve, listen, Pitts. Steve, listen, I, mean, I have no problem with four Kyle years Pitts. ago Marcus Mariota too, and Mariota has been a full time player. Just because Mariota looks fifty doesn't mean he is fifty. Okay, he's still I'm got. Not, I'm not saying about there. looks. I'm just saying he hasn't had starter reps in four years. Is what I'm getting. At. Steve, listen, no, I I'm, know, but you know what? At the end of the day, when you're in trouble, you're gonna look for that. You're gonna look for the guy. And Kyle Pitts is that dude. He's young. He's fast. Delaney Walker worked better within the tens. Kyle Pitts is a downfield guy. He Kyle Pitts is an everything threat. Steve, Kyle Steve, Pitts Steve. will do whatever you want. Line Kyle Pitts up at running back, and he'll go for a thousand yards. That's how good Steve, Kyle Pitts is. Do you understand what you're saying right now? You literally just proved the, the opposite point about uh, Mark Andrews you did to Travis Kelsey. Safety blanket underneath, that's Travis Kelsey. Marquise Hollywood Brown, the field stretcher's gone in Baltimore. It's literally just Marquis, sorry, uh, Rashad Bateman and Mark, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews no can stretch the field still. Mark Andrews is faster, he's younger, he's better now than Travis Kelsey is. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not better he right is. now than Travis Kelsey. He is. He is. Bro, how, he is. Okay, listen, how are you concerned about the field stretching open underneath thing and double teaming people about Travis Kelsey? Because who has Mark better Andrews can stretch cast. the field himself. No, dude, he's yes, still he underneath tight end. No, he's not. He can get downfield, but he's not a burner. I need this. I need these numbers. Who had the highest average? What are the average depth of targets for tight ends? Because I bet Mark Andrews was up there. Yeah, probably. But anyway, listen to me. 
what you're trying to say Give me a second, is, I'll pull it up. But what you're, okay, but what you're trying to say is you're concerned for the Chiefs because Marquise Brown losing Marquise Brown does not do the same thing as losing Tyreek Hill. Those I know, two but shouldn't in, even in be in the same similar, sentence. In a similar vein, it does. It's taking away the over-the-top threat. No, because Andy Reid's whole attention. offense was those was those crossing routes. Josh said it. Tyreek Hill was in the slot 50% of the time to run those X routes with Travis Kelsey to open him up. That's how Travis Kelsey got his touches. Was Tyreek Hill last year was 7.5, tied for 19th among tight ends. That's not even good. That's a below average. That's that Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Okay, still. I don't care. Mark don't Andrews care was tied for second with 10.9. Boom! Give me that. Give That's me that. Cool. Kyle Pitts it. led the Bro, league with 11.2. I didn't disagree with you, Steve, on his ADOT. I don't care about that. I Just for the record, I, I think Andrews and Kelsey are both going to be great next season. But I think you're just – I think you're overstating how much of an impact it's going to make to have Tyreek Hill gone from the sense of obviously it hurts because he's going to get doubled every single play. And MVS is not. Or Sky Moore is not, or whoever the hell is going to be the field stretcher is not. But the field's still going to be stretched out one way or another, and this offensive scheme's still going to run the same way. And Travis Kelsey's going to get his. He's a Hall of Fame tight end. He's an absolute monster. He's going to see an uptick in target share this year with Tra- uh, Tyreek Hill out the window. He's going to produce, and I guarantee you he finishes the top three tight end this year for fantasy. Guarantee. I'll bet against that. Guarantee it. Oh, we got a bet on the show. All right. What are the stakes, gentlemen? 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks, and I'll change my avatar to whatever, to that awful picture you took pre-show. All right, cool. Sounds good. There you go. That's good. That, that, that's valid. Good I dig that. Okay, I think we should just we should just put a bow on the show right here. This is perfect. <laughs> this is a great way to end things. Before we get into another rabbit hole that lasts another half an hour. That was very entertaining. I appreciate it, gentlemen. Joshua, yeah, anyway, any... Joshua, any wise words to close this out? Because we were doing a lot of talking for the last time. Oh, no, it's good. I was kind of sitting back and enjoying this. Sometimes when people get into an argument, you just kind of have to know to, like, sit back and let people go because they're just kind of shooting themselves in the foot. And that's okay. It's, you know, something you don't have to add to that. (laughs) That's fair. I appreciate it. All right, boys. Thank you so much for coming on. Reminder to follow Steve Lawson. And Joshua Hudson on Twitter, guys. Thank you so much. And check out Club Fantasy stuff. They're great people over there. Uh, Much love to them. See you guys. Goodbye. See you later, Luke.